Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. So I think we've all had those things said to us in life where we're like completely shocked that somebody would actually say that to us. And I don't know if it's because I'm in my 30s and I'm single with no kids or if it's because I'm a little more outgoing on social media and when there is some sort of boundary on like when you when you have social media, when you're not in front of a person face to face. I'm telling you, the things people say to you, like the audacity that they have to like ask the questions that they do, sometimes my jaw drops. And I am a very, very understanding person. And it takes a lot to get to me. Like I will typically have a pretty respectful response. I do feel like I'm getting less and less patience for it. I, I'll always be nice. Um, I understand that sometimes people mean things differently. And then I also understand that people mean things exactly how they mean them. But for me personally, it doesn't mean that I need to react like that because that really speaks to their character and not mine. So as much as I can, I try to blow these things off. But I also think this needs to be an absolute conversation and this needs to be brought to light. So I think you're going to relate a lot to the things that I have to say. And also, I'm going to speak a little bit more to women saying things to women in the beginning. And in the end, I really got some gems for you of things that have been said to me from men in the DMs that are just absolutely not okay. Before I dive in, though, I just want to say if you are enjoying this podcast, if you love it, 100% subscribe to it, follow it, make sure you you know rate it, give me a review. That's truly how I'm able to get this podcast out there to more ears, to more people, get it seen more. And I love this so much. And if you love it, I know that there are people around you that will love it as well. So feel free to share it, leave a review. I would just appreciate it so, so much. I think for as much as our generation has progressed and we are way more open and accepting and less judgmental to doing things a different way, to being different, being ourselves, understanding that we can really take whatever path we want in life. I know my parents' generation grew up a lot different than that. It was way more common for women to sort of be like, hey, pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen, they raised the family, men were the breadwinner. This generation, it's almost, you know, a lot of it's flip-flopped. It's not the case at all. And it is way more accepted, 
but you'd be shocked how many people are still stuck in a very traditional mindset and a very judgmental mindset of how other people are living their lives and how they think they should be living their lives and so quick to comment on it. And I've noticed this a crazy amount in my 30s, being 35, single, no kids, people will say anything to you, truly anything to you about your life. And it's, it, I would definitely say that it is shocking. I'm, I'm okay with it. I can accept it. But I, this is what I've realized, that I used to judge people's lives. I used to judge people so much, but I judged them because I was judging myself and because I had an insecurity within me. When I started to heal myself and love who I am and show up as who I am every single day, I started to judge people less. So I want to lead with that, that if you feel like you're a very judgmental person, typically it's something inside of you that isn't sitting right. It's something inside of you, an insecurity that needs to be healed. And when you start to love that and show up as your authentic self, it's really amazing how you just start to see the world different. And you don't look at women and compare or judge or critique or make fun or whatever you used to do when we were younger. It's no longer like that for me. And it's a really cool place to be. I think that happened though, that shift happened when I started to realize that I was the different one, that I'm taking a less traditional route in life. I'm not doing things how most people are doing. I'm not doing things how I was told that I should growing up. And when I started to accept that I'm the different one and I needed to love who I was, I started to really just love and appreciate people more for who they are. Like if you're quirky, if you're authentic, like I just, I love that so much. Um, that was a little bit of a, a side rant, but I think it's an important part leading into this because it's, it's crazy the stuff that we say to people and I don't think we realize how hurtful it is. And I want to just sort of walk through some things that are said to me very, very often without even realizing that it's probably not acceptable to be saying that to somebody. Uh, I think especially when it comes to kids, it is something I get all the time. The amount of DMs from random people, mostly women, asking me when I'm going to have kids. You're 35. You don't have kids. Aren't you worried? Aren't you scared? It's almost like they're placing a fear on you. And it's like, no, absolutely not. I mean, I've had people blindly reach out to me and send me a fertility doctor name to freeze my eggs when I had zero conversation with them about if I want to have kids, if I'm even interested in freezing my eggs. And I'm genuinely not, it's, it's not something that's on my mind. I, I don't inject that fear into my life. So I'm very vulnerable with this audience. So I'll be honest, is kids something that I want? Yes, absolutely. Has it been a priority in my life? No, it hasn't. I, I firmly know and believe it's going to happen for me someday when the moment is right and when it's meant to happen. I know that it will. I understand that I have to be smart about it. However, I don't think it's okay to have these conversations with other women when they're not asked for, when the woman hasn't started that conversation. And I especially think that we are living in a generation in a day where it is so common to have miscarriages, to have abortions, to be dealing with the loss of a child. And that's something I've dealt with, which is so crazy for me to say. It's something I've never shared on this platform before. And it's, it's the most heartbreaking place you could be. But we don't know someone's story. And yet we're so quick to ask them when they're going to have kids. And I've had women that I've shared this with, you know, I've shared this with some of my clients, what I went through, and they've gone through the same things. You know, maybe they're dealing with infertility and people are always like, when are you having kids? You know, nudge, nudge, elbow, elbow. And, and it's so heartbreaking 
when you don't know somebody's story to be asking them when they're going to do that and also to assume that maybe that's the route that they want to take in life. Another thing I get all the time is, are you going to get remarried? When are you going to start dating again? Who? Let me hook you up with this person. Let me hook you up with that person, which the hookup stuff doesn't bug me that bad. Like I always, people are always like, I know the perfect person for you. And I don't really ever follow through with that at all. But it's it's assuming that somebody wants to have kids and wants to be married. And it's placing that that is going to place happiness in their life. I'll have women say to me like, well, like, it's almost like people don't think I make money on my own or I'm successful for myself. Well, are you going to be okay? Are you okay financially? Well, what are you going to do for retirement as if I need a man to do that? And I'm not some crazy feminist. Like, please don't take this the wrong way because I'm truly not this like rah, rah. I'm going to do it all on my own female. Like I'm actually a very soft female. However, I am a very independent female and I'm a very successful female. And When women are stuck in the mindset that you have to have kids and you have to have somebody else to have this income and you have to have a breadwinner, that's a fear-based mindset. And I choose not to live in that fear-based mindset. And I think it's very hard for other people to understand why I'm not scared of these things, why they don't cause genuine giant fear in my life. And they also don't understand why it's offensive for them to constantly bring them up or message me when they're not asked for. So I, I... I know I've said women a lot because I think men don't usually ask about like kids or anything like that. And and I it's it's just incredible the amount of messages, very forward messages I've got about marriage, about security, and especially about children. And I think a lot of you, if you're in your 30s, can relate to this. Like that is not an okay thing to say to a woman that is single, 30 something, and and on her own, especially when she's happy. Another thing I get all the time, and I'm probably going to get chirped at a little bit from this from my mom friends, and that's okay. I can take it. But I hear it all the time from clients say it to me, friends say it to me. I see the reels, the TikToks about making jokes about, you you know, when somebody who's not a mom complains to you about being busy and they sort of eye roll. And I get that. Moms, you guys are absolute freaking super women. I just want to say that off the bat. Like, I'll spend a day with my niece and I'm like, holy hell. However, just because somebody doesn't have kids doesn't mean they're busy. Doesn't mean they don't deal with stress. Doesn't mean they don't deal with anxiety. They just, their priorities are shifted different to where maybe they still deal with that stuff. It's just not kids and maybe not as constant as kids. So I understand that. But when you say to me, you don't understand because you don't have kids. It's a very offensive statement because I do understand and I can empathize with stress and with anxiety because it's two things that I've struggled with a lot in my life. I can understand and empathize with a busy schedule. Is it with a kid? No, but I'm also running a full-time business and have um, employees that work for me and I teach classes at Equinox and I have a podcast now and when I'm not doing my podcast, I'm watching my niece or I'm giving to other people or I'm trying to do my workouts I give so much to my clients and to people every single day I'm giving my energy to people. And it doesn't mean that I'm any less busy, less stressed, or less anxious just because I don't have kids. Realize that we're pivoting. We're talking about two different things. And priorities are going to be different. Daily schedules are going to look different. But I do understand. And I think anybody that doesn't have kids that still leads a very busy life a life that's sort of driven by success or if you're a very high-performing person, whether you have kids or not, you understand and you get it. And and women also say to me, you don't understand changes in your body because you haven't had kids yet. And again, it's just, 
it's crossing a boundary or respect. I don't have the understanding of my body changing with having a kid carried till birth. No. I understand bodies changing through being pregnant and through losing a pregnancy. I can can 100% completely relate to that. And it's a really hard and heartbreaking thing. I can also relate to a serious 10 years of struggling with my weight and with my metabolism and being 30 pounds heavier than I am now and then you know being a cardio queen and getting super low and eating no calories and then swinging back the other way and gaining it all back just because somebody's story is different just because it doesn't look like yours doesn't mean they're not going through it doesn't mean they're not struggling doesn't mean their busy schedule their feelings their stress their anxiety is any less than yours it just looks different And I feel like we just need to start respecting each other's boundaries and respecting each other's stories. And if somebody's, you know, telling you how they feel, you you don't need to one-up them or trump them that your life is better and busier and, you know, you deserve more credit. It's like we need to start to sit back and empathize and understand that everybody has a story. Everybody has struggles. Everybody has busy. And just because those look different doesn't mean we need to comment on it or comment on what we think they should be doing or comment that they don't understand. And I know this is starting to sound a little bit like a lecture, but I I just it's coming from such a good place because I deal with it so much. And I I've I've learned to have very good responses to it, but I'd rather not have to respond at all. I'd rather be surrounded by women that just understand like we lift each other up and when somebody's struggling, we listen to them and we empathize and it's not a competition and it's not something to joke about. We just are there for each other 100% spot on and that is like the world that I live in. That is what I want to be surrounded in. I will always, always, always bring you up, hear you out and I will never tell you where I think you should be in life because I come from a life of being different and I I will fully accept that from you. So I know for the last 10 minutes or so, I've been covering a lot about what you shouldn't say from sort of a female perspective, but I want to shift gears to, I would say, a little bit more of a PG-13 aspect on this podcast and go into what you should not say to a single female in her 30s if you are a male, because this gets out of control. The amount of random, I mean, DMs in general are a joke, but like the things that men will say to you is absolutely unreal in person and in the DMs. So I want to give you a couple different scenarios that have happened very, very recently where it's like people will almost say anything and they think that it's charming in some sort of way. Okay, let me give you this example. I had somebody message me the other day and he's like, hey, hey, I have a question for you, Katie. I'm like, yeah, what's that? He's like, are you a lesbian? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not offended that you say that, but I'm curious why you think I'm a lesbian. And he's like, well, you don't have any pictures of guys on your page. You don't post any guys. You don't talk about a relationship. So I'm just assuming that that you you don't swing that way. Look, I have I fully, fully support the LGBTQ community 100%. You can think that I'm that all you want, but I obviously want to know why you think that, and I'm not one. And he's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, really. I just keep my personal life to myself. And then then he says to me, well, are you single? Like, you're going to lead with are you a lesbian and then ask me if I'm single? Like, no, absolutely not. 
that's scenario one. The second scenario, I actually sent this to conversation to my mom because I was that mortified by it. And this is not something I normally send to my mom. And she handled it well because she was very entertained by the conversation as well. Um, if you have kids in the car, you probably want to maybe turn the volume down. But I got a Facebook message from somebody I went to high school with. This is last week. I won't say his name because I know I have high school people listening to this podcast. But he was like, hey, Katie, again, I get the are you single thing all the time. And I'm very honest. Like this is somebody where like, yeah, so yes, I'm technically single. But I didn't, wasn't interested, didn't want to start a conversation. So I said, hey, like, how are you? Yes, I'm single. But total like vulnerability, total honesty is that I'm really not looking for anything at all at the moment. And he was like, okay, totally respect that. Well, if you ever want to have fun with a wink face. And I'm like, did he just say that? Like, I don't even know him. I mean, I, I graduated in 2004. This person was a year below me and I've never even really hung out with him. I'm like, that's a weird thing to say. Definitely not going to respond to that. So I don't respond. And then two hours later, he sends me a message and he says, do you want a D pick? What? Like, excuse me? And that is exactly what I said to him. I said, excuse me? And he's like, I don't know what women want these days. And I said, not that. Definitely not that. It's a hard no. A 10 out of 10. Do not want a D pick. And I said that to him. I said, I don't even know you. I, I, I can't even believe you just asked me that. He proceeds to say, I'm a middle-aged man in my 30s. 30s isn't middle-aged, but fine. I'm a middle-aged man in my 30s, and I don't know what women want. Maybe it's a good podcast. Uh, maybe it's a good podcast topic for you to cover. I'm like, he hits me with the podcast topic? Like, what? I said, look, if you are a single middle-aged man in your 30s, and you're leading with do you want a D pick, that's probably one of the reasons that you're struggling. And I said that to him because I just couldn't even have this conversation anymore. And he was like, fair enough. Sorry to bug you. I wish the conversation was over at that point. He messages me the next morning and says, sorry, we got off on the wrong foot. Would you like to go out sometime? (laughs) I said, I would not. I wish you the best. Please stop messaging me. And that was the end of that. And let me tell you, I could do a whole, if you want me to do a podcast episode on reading DMs from men, I'm telling you, it'd probably be the most entertaining thing in the world. So this is from younger guys. I have one more scenario that I want to share with you. And it sort of touches on what I talked about in the beginning. So we'll sort of come full circle here on judging where a woman is in life. And I had this experience lately where I went to a dealership. So I am in the process of buying a new car. I'm upgrading. Okay, I'm in the, like for the first time, I'm in a position in my life where I can put a decent amount of money down on my car. I don't have to lease. I want to buy and I want a really, really nice car. So I go to the dealership and right off the bat, it's like absolute judgment. There's a lot of 60-year-old men in there. Obviously, it's just me. I'm single. And the car that I have right now, it's a nice car, but nowhere near as nice as what I'm looking at. So I sit down and they're like, oh, so you want to lease another one of the cars you have again? And I said, no. Keep in mind, they didn't ask me a budget. They didn't ask me anything. I said, no, I'm actually interested in buying that car right there. I want to look at that one. And he was like, that's way out of your price range because he had what I'm currently paying pulled up. And I said, you never asked me a price range. And he was like, oh, well, I was just like assuming, which is fine. I can blow that off. 
So they're showing me the car and I'm looking at a bigger SUV. And he's like, well, how many kids do you have? And I said, I don't have any kids. And he goes, why would you be looking at a car with three row seating if you don't have any kids? And I was blown away. I thought, God, it's just so, it's talking down to somebody for being somewhere different in life, for not having any kids. It was the worst experience from being judged that my income maybe wasn't there, that my budget wasn't what I thought it was going to be, that um, why would I look at a car with three row seating if I didn't have any kids? It was just, it was such an offensive experience. And I test drove the car and I went back there and he's like, well, what do you think? And I was like, but you know what? Honestly, the car is great. I actually want the upgraded version with the moonroof and the rims. Um, I was, I was thinking about putting this much money down and then all of a sudden they like perked up, like, like ears perked up, like, oh, they couldn't believe that that's what I wanted. And I was like, but you know what? I really want to think about it because at that point I didn't want to support that dealership any longer. I was just instantly judged for for just where I was. They never asked me a budget, what kind of car I wanted. They never asked me anything. And it was just, it was sort of like just talking down to people and putting people down. Um, so I really had, th- this isn't me being like, I'm judged all the time. Cause like, let's be honest, it's not. I live a good life. I'm not like on here to complain. But the point of this is that we, we talk down to people for being in a different place in life, or we ask them uncomfortable questions for being in a different place in life. And we truly need to start accepting each other for who we are. We need to start respecting boundaries. We need to get back to normal conversations because I think that we're so used to a screen being in front of us that we no longer have boundaries or filters, and it's just not okay anymore. We need to learn how to have those boundaries and filters. We need to learn how to connect to people. We need to learn what they need, maybe what they're looking for without making assumptions about people and just get back to some realness. Like, can we please get back to some realness? That's really what I want more than anything in the world. So I, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I feel like there could be so many spinoff podcasts off of this one with the amount of stories that I have. I, one day, I swear to you, I will write a book. But if you have any ideas, send them my way. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review, and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram, search Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out what's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me and keep being you.